Hey everyone, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts, where your daily dose of wicked handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, and a little sunburned, folks, because he was actually at the 3M this weekend, Mr. Andy Molitor. How was it? I know you got to watch a little bit of your boy Johnny Vegas struggle. Was it tough to be there in person? Yeah, no, I mean, it was still fun, though. I got my I got my 3M Yeti now. You look at that. Uh, 3M open. No big deal. I've had the Yeti tickets. It's fun. I think next year I would get the tickets where you can actually sit. 17 and 18 have bleachers, covered yeah. bleachers. That looked awful nice. I don't think it was that much more. I might do that because then you can still just walk around. But no, had a blast. A lot of fun. Saw a bunch of golfers. Um, I mean, got up and close. Louis, Louis Oosthuizen is like four foot eight. Like it's just like oh these guys aren't that big. Like, everyone's larger than life on TV, man. It's like and him uh, some people really don't understand what to do with that. I don't know if they have to wear this, but like his playing partner David Lingmurth, all black, head to toe black. It's like it's ninety five degrees. There's no shade at this course for you guys. What are you, what are we doing here? Even Camp Champ looked like the heat got to him a little lately. So it was it was a little warm, but the breeze the breeze made things better. Fun tournament. Um. A lot of people in my golf circles joked about this, said, should we even bet this tournament? Should we even look into this? Should we? And I just added up all of my props, all of my outright losses, all of my top, top 20s went three of five with a really big one in Pat Perez at like almost That's five right. to one. That was never in doubt really after the weekend. Patty P. Patty P, but all of it added up. Um, matchups did good. Daily matchups did bad. Outrights obviously went over four. Props were okay because of the top 20s. It came out, I made like 0.22 units after like wagering like, you know, 50, not quite, uh, 30. I'd have to go look at what my outlay was. Yeah, it's just pretty much broke even. So the joke was, let's not even F around with the 3M open. Maybe that was the case. Otherwise, I did have fun though. I did have fun doing it. So whatever. You were pretty I'll- close. Oh yeah, I mean, no, Vegas. There was... Vegas. There's a there's a lot of scenarios where on Sunday in those last couple of holes, Vegas wins, or at least we have a playoff there. Yeah, there was a point in the tournament where Revy and Vegas were co-leaders in round, uh, and I had Revy at a hundred to one. That would have been that would have felt good. I told the wife that I'm like, if Sweet one of these guys go, I'll I'll take you out for a real nice meal. And then I mean, the top twenties went well enough. I'm like, we will go to a reasonably priced restaurant now. My <laughs> guests did not win. So That's shout out to the Red Cow in North Minneapolis, Uptown. I'm not sure exactly where we were. Either way, pretty good wedge salad. And we're back. No golf this week, really. Just the Olympics. It's kind of a weird week. The Olympics have been fun. Talk to producer Dan off the air about this a little. I don't know what your experience has been. It's hard to watch the Olympics. Not just because of the time difference, because there is really a, a big disconnect in like when they're showing what. And on what channel? I've struggled and I gave up. I, I just have. said, I'm going to turn on the TV at NBC at night. And if they're swimming or something cool on, I'll watch it. If not, I'll let the wife watch fucking Pipple Popper or whatever. It's, it has been tough. I mean, if you have traditional cable, you've got a couple channels. You kind of bounce around there. So you're kind of stuck with whatever they put in front of you. I've been trying to use all the different apps. Peacock doesn't seem to have anything live unless it's like an exclusive basketball game or something. So when you go over to like the NBAC Sports app, and they got a bunch of stuff that's live, but like half of it says it's live and it's either not on or it's just not the thing you're looking for. So it's been kind of spotty. Uh, last night was good, though. If you just put on the main coverage, honestly, on NBC, 
you get pretty much all the big sports you want to watch. The worst thing you have to deal with is Mike Tirico interviewing people, which is actually kind of pleasant. I don't mind him. He's okay. So I've just been kind of watching it that way. Yeah, I don't – there's a lot of fluff too, no matter what you're doing, because they can't be showing stuff constantly. It's just like I wish I wish this were March Madness where it's like there's too much stuff on right now. I can't watch all these. It's like it's the opposite of that. It shouldn't be that way because they have hours of coverage they could be going into. But uh, a little little bit of a weird week now that we're where we're at. I'll have some win totals. We get in some NFL. Obviously, we'll do NFL in the deep dive, but kind of going to be focused on the NBA draft until we get to Thursday. I am I have a lot of bets now. Thanks to you and a few other people. And it looks like you added to the card today slightly. This is like this looks like a tennis card for you. What uh, why don't you run through some of these for the for the uh, gang? This is stuff. It was Saturday, Sunday. Saved it all here for today on Monday. You know, Jaden Springer over Trey Mann. We played the Trey Mann over. I think that was Thursday or Friday. He's somebody that continues to fall down in mock drafts. Jaden Springer. You know, I look at him. His average position here is right around twenty three. Trey Mann is starting to fall to twenty six, almost twenty seven. So a nice edge there for Jaden Springer to be taken before Trey Mann. Um, like that, again, at minus 145. These, again, look at your locals. Bovada has these. Bet Online has these. I haven't seen them too many other places, but um, you sh- should be able to get this pretty close to this number, I believe. Jared Butler, under 26.5. He is someone that has started to sneak up. You know, Again, I, I take a look at Mox drafts. He's averaging about a 22.5. There's only one draft that has him above 26, and they have him at 27. That's a CBS draft that um, is actually probably a little bit out of date, probably three or four days old. So I'll go back and look at that one. But everything pointing to Butler, his average is coming down over the last couple of days. Everybody kind of now has him ticked up, honestly, bit like a 22 or better in most drafts. Trey Murphy under 20. Again, someone else that is continuing to move up. I have his average right around 17 and a half. The highest I see him in any mock draft right now is 21. Um, that's over at the ringer. We'll see. I, again, I don't love that there's one number that says 21 out there, but everybody has him sliding up. So feel really good about him under 20 and a half. Cameron Thomas, um, we're going to do a bunch of Cameron Thomas stuff here. He's someone that um, looks to be much better in mock drafts than what I'm seeing in sort of the markets. Again, his average position is right around 20. So under 23 and a half looks pretty good to me. Um, you know, his high position is 22. So again, even the max there looks solid. Then we have Cameron Thomas over Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer, somebody, again, looks like he's fallen very behind Cameron Thomas. Again, Thomas's average right around 20. Jaden Springer's right around 26. So we got about a five, six pick difference there. Really like that one. And then, again, Cam Thomas over Trey Mann. Talked about Trey Mann. He's even a little further behind Jaden Springer. So a little bit of Cameron Thomas exposure there, but he seems to be moving up. Again, just kind of taking a look at mock drafts. Things start to tighten up. It's nice, Sandy. We're starting to see a lot more consistency in some of these numbers, which is good. So I think a lot of stuff we have is in good shape, and these are all nice additions. But we'll see. As things start to open at more books, I finally saw um, the Exacta, Trifecta, and uh, what's the four one? Superfecta ones start to come Superfecta. out. Superfecta. So we'll start to look at some of those. So as it continues to open, we'll have more and more stuff. But we got a handful of days. It's till Thursday night. I'm sure I'll have a little bit of this every day. Yeah, for sure. They do start to just it's 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 it is like NFL draft props where the stuff just trickles, it slowly trickles until there's a GD waterfall of you know, it just keeps pounding us with oh my god, there's too much. And then you look and it's like, oh man, I I bet way too much stuff here. And then you have to sit and sweat a offensive lineman coming off the board, make sure you get your stuff out right. So it feels like 
it feels like a lot of this is going to hinge on Trey Mann. Although now all of a sudden we're pretty involved in Cameron Thomas too. There's a few guys like that. And There's I think a, even, yeah, even if we uh, get to the end of the week, even if we get to Thursday and we haven't found like, hey, this is a plus EV look on a Superfecta, I will bet a Superfecta and I'll put it up. <laughs> like I, I will have what, this is how I yeah. want it to go or, or this is how I think it'll go, even if I think the price is probably right on for it anyway. So I will have a Superfecta or as far, if they let me go, go a five-way Superfecta, I will do that as well. And I'll go back through and, and we'll try to maybe do like a recap of everything almost like on Wednesday or Thursday or something. Cause you're right. We've got a handful of exposure. We need Trey Mann to go late cam Thomas to go early. A couple other players. I think we've doubled up on, but I'll put together maybe sort of a recap or something for Wednesday and we can see how we stand. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll clean it all up Thursday or, or what time is the draft on Thursday? Um, it's usually starts around eight o'clock or so. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out later in the week. We'll we'll get a full ass recap and make sure we know like where we need everyone to fall, and then maybe make a chart and be like, does this even work out? Can we win all these? Which I think I think that is the case. I, although yeah. I, I've done that where it's like, man, I think real early in my I've talked about this when we talk about betting the the NFL draft. You see someone's like, you bet too many people under. Like event, they can't all be under. Like the, the, eventually, you run out of spots. As soon as you take one, you know, one guy goes in there that shouldn't. Like everybody has to move up a spot, and you've run out of spots at this point. So be careful when you are betting unders, because there's a point where there's a very negative correlation to how many you have there. It's like doing the people to make the cut parlay. Only so many people can make the cut. The bigger that parlay gets more negative correlation you're probably not getting your money's worth anyway so uh speaking of making the cut the olympics i'll get more into this tournament this course this field and really this format although it will be stroke play it shouldn't be it should be match play they should be starting like now and doing an awesome match play tournament over like two weeks uh, they're able to do a match play tournament in five days in the in america you know they should be able to run a 10-day tournament where they really spread it out, do like a, a full 64-team bracket or something, man bracket. It's not like anyone else is using the golf course. Yeah, it's, it's not like, yeah. They're not messing not, up gymnastics or track or swimming or literally anyone else. It's Yeah, it's not high school. It's like, oh, man, the cross-country team's running on the golf course this weekend, though. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the golf course is just sitting there waiting. I'm sure they're all out there practicing, although I did see Patrick Reed yesterday. He better get his ass over there. He's got a hustle to make up. Of course, the U.S. team is Patrick Reed, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, and Justin Thomas. I had to think for a second there. It was Bryson DeChambeau, but he got the COVID. So did John Rahm, which opens things up a little at the top as he was second or third favorite at most books. I played some outrights today. I don't think there's going to be a big betting menu for this. Similar to other one-off tournaments or things like this. I really, really doubt we'll see head-to-heads. If we do, I will be ecstatic. And, of course, I will bet some. If we get daily head-to-heads, even better because it's happening overnight. I don't have to sweat them. But I did play on uh, a couple of the guys I've been playing on. I ran a quick run through the model with the field. It's a very weird field because it's light, and there's a lot of, you know, guys who normally aren't in the field because they qualified from countries and, you know, they're not playing on the main tour, but I found an answer at 30 to one, which stuck out because a lot of places are hanging him at 18 to one. This is more of a 
just I wouldn't play him at 18 to one. Do not play Abraham Answer at 18 to one to win this tournament. But if you can find him at 30, even 25, that's probably a play. Same as Sung Jay. Sung Jay, and I didn't want to be the guy who just bets the Koreans to bet the Koreans, but Sung Jay. 30 to 1 is a play for me. I have him pretty high in this field. <clears throat> Corey Connors is another one. This is one where really shop around. Uh, you see this week to week on the PGA Tour. The numbers are going to be pretty close. This is not the case. There's some really weird differences uh, from book to book. Who And not everyone's even hanging Olympic lines right now. But uh, Corey Connors, 35 to 1. I did see a 40 at one spot. I'm probably going to be adding to my position now because of that. And then Vegas got second. He got second last week, just yesterday. Shouldn't be 85 to one in this field. He's down to 75 to one in a lot of books. If you can find a 75, 80, I think that's still plenty playable. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'll add to this. There's not a lot. I probably four is probably too many to begin with, but, and those might be my only four bets. If they don't give me any other menus, that might be it for golf this week, man. It, it, it might be. And uh, the rundown will come back there, uh, VR, but you did miss the draft stuff. It's okay. You'll have to circle back. And watch you have that. to learn how to rewind on, on YouTube their refund. Tennis. We should have Atlanta all rights, man. It's, I started to look at that. There is some weird stuff going on in tennis, Andy. If you go to the WTA website, there are two tournaments that, according to the WTA website, are happening. Nowhere else on planet Earth have these being reported on. They're not on Flash Score. I don't see them on Sofa Score. I don't see draws anywhere. I haven't seen lines anywhere. But you click on the WT website and they're out there. So maybe we'll find those for tomorrow. Unfortunately, no match picks. We're down to the final 16 for the women's um, draw. The lines look just about right to me. I, I spent about an hour or so this morning going through each of them and couldn't really find anything I like. So we'll cheer for our outrights. We've got three left of the six that we started with. Maria Sakkari is minus 230, big favorite over Alina Svitolina Malfis. Malfis? Technically Malfis right now. Um, like that, won't be hedging at all on that one. Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova, minus 215 over Sarah Sorba's Tormo. Again, going to let that ride, so that's a nice spot. And then our third outright, Elena Rybakina is minus 250 over Donna Vekic. So the three outrights here, Andy, in the round of 16, hoping to get at least two, if not all three, into the quarterfinals. That would feel pretty good to have three of the eight. Even two of the eight is pretty nice odds, especially for some of the prices we got. So let's go. Yeah, no matches, no match bets today. I am not putting any Atlanta outrights out there. I think I saw somebody tweet one out. Oh, well, are you betting Isner? Is he going to be Brett? okay? I mean, this is usually his tournament, right? Brett put one out for Atlanta. He, he was uh, he was on the deep dive a few weeks back. Uh, I can't. Think of his exact Twitter handle at Brett Tholomew or something. He has the Federer logo. But yeah, if you're looking for tennis outrights, just type Atlanta tennis into Twitter. Somebody will bet something. I'm not going to. We'll take it easy on that. And addressing another uh, chat. Can't rewind when you're live. Why are you watching on Periscope VR? Get on YouTube. We encourage you to watch over on YouTube. It, overall, it's a better experience anyway. Do follow us on the YouTube channel and subscribe sure. so you thumbs don't miss up. any new episodes. And give us a thumbs Andy up. Andy needs also. the thumbs up. You can't give me a thumbs up when you're on Periscope. You can just do the heart. So please go over to YouTube. Yeah, a little bit of a light show today, but we had a bunch of draft props and a little bit of golf. Rest of the week, it's going to be kind of a weird week since we have Olympic golf. I really, really don't think I'm going to be doing approaching the green. I might get creative with it, but essentially there's not much you can bet. So approaching the green might take a hiatus for the Olympics. 
also finding that course might be super tough. But deep dive, same as always, we will be doing NFL previews this weekend, this week, and we'll be on to the AFC East. Very interesting one with Miami and the Jets tonight at 8 Eastern live on YouTube and then Buffalo and New England on Wednesday. So AFC East will be diving into all that stuff and breaking it fully down for an hour and a goddamn half. These always end up longer than I think they're going to. But <laughs> I do have a lot of fun. I'm fully enjoying getting into football. And uh, yeah, if you are over in the YouTube chat on that or in this one, give us a thumbs up. I love a good thumbs up. Um, if you're listening to a podcast, give me a, give me a, a, subs- a rating, a subscription. I don't know what I'm all supposed to ask for, all that stuff. And if you're in a legal state, click on my link. Sign up for WinBet. We encourage you to sign up there. You won't get this Yeti. I don't even know if I'm getting one. I already signed up for one, but I'm not sure if I qualify. I don't. I can't. You'll, you get one of these, on but it'll be white. And uh, you, all you have to do is sign up, get your $500 risk-free bet, send the slip over there to at BetSperts in a DM, and they'll get all your info and send it to your house, and you'll be Yeti cool like me. Alex, check you tomorrow. Indeed. We'll see you then.